0: Welcome to the Scholarship Athlete Podcast, where parents of athletes who might be stuck in the recruiting process learn strategies needed to elevate your athletes' chances of securing an athletic scholarship to their dream school. Join us as we drop the secrets of recruiting, NIO training, mindset, injury prevention, and leadership to give your athlete the ultimate competitive advantage. Hi, my name is Alex Molden, and I'm a former NFL player of eight years, former Nike master trainer, and now I'm an author, speaker, and personal development coach. But most importantly, I'm a father of eight. The goal of this podcast is to help parents navigate the world of youth and high school sports to potentially get college paid for, but also use the platform that sports provide. If you're struggling to create a game plan for your child's athletic journey, don't hesitate to book a discovery call. Together, we can devise a plan that will help your child reach their full potential. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Well, man, I'm going to tell you, man, thank you. Well, number one, I'm very excited for my listeners to be hearing, you know, some, some really great information from man, a great teammate, a great athlete, but a better man who helped me in my journey when I was playing in the NFL. Um, my name is Ashley Ambrose, Ashley, Played cornerback for thirteen years in the NFL um, for teams like the Cincinnati, the Saints, um, the Falcons. Am I missing another team? Colts. The, the Colts. The Colts. Okay, the Colts. Yeah. Did, did yep. you start with the Colts?
1: I started, I started with the with Colts. The Colts. Yeah. That's right.
0: So, but but Ashley is um, a, a great individual who done some very some great things at the at the highest level of football, but then when he stepped away, he also got into coaching and he coached at a couple of different schools at different levels. And with his, with his knowledge of the game, I mean, I had to have him on and he's, he's a good dude. And I was like, man, I got to have my guy on to just get some, some on, like, man, what does the world look like for college coaches and what they're looking for? Both As from an athletic standpoint, but in also character of these of these athletes. So, man, um, Ashley, welcome to the to the podcast. I'm really excited about our about our conversation when you were coaching because you coached, you know, the the Vandals, Colorado, Texas State. When you are evaluating talent, what was like? a couple of things that
1: you look for, like right off the jump. Man, well, it it is so funny because it's one of the things that the, the head coach want to see. So nowadays, you know, it started transitioning to, Oh, I want a guy that's at least six, one. Okay. I never really looked at guys. That was always six, one. Mm-hmm. I looked at a guy for one thing. I looked at a character. I wanted to see what the character was like. I wanted to see if they had good grades can this student do well in college mm-hmm. you know maybe able to do well on the football field but what is it gonna do if they don't they're not a good student yeah someone that really is ready to leave home go to school and you know get a degree yeah yeah you know at least get close to it if they getting ready to go to the next level mm-hmm. uh, that was one of the things but what I looked at was the passion they played with on the field I looked at uh, after the grades mm-hmm. I looked at, you know, did this, did this kid, even if they may be slow, but do do they, are they a football player? Do they have football speed? Do they have like instincts? Do they have a, can you, can you, can can they see the field from that position they're at, Mm -hmm. you know? And as a defensive back, that's the type, that's the type things we needed. You know, we played with instinct. Everything was just, you know, can you see the whole field? Do you know what's happening? Um, can you, are you a good communicator? All of that mm. stuff in the secondary is something that's huge for us because, you know, as you look at football on Sundays and Saturdays, you see everybody in the backfield yeah. giving their signals. That's right. That's right. You got to be able to communicate. So, you know, that's where I was trying to figure out if kids were, you know, like how intelligent they were. Gotcha. You know. So it's not about so,
0: – well, well, I don't know. Is it about the scheme? Like do you look at the scheme that they – that they're playing in. Do you also look at, you know, are they playing at Division two as compared to or not Division two, but are they playing at
1: three um, A or four A? Three A versus 5? five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do yeah. you look at that? I mean, I looked at it all. You know what? And the reason why I'll tell you that is because, I mean, I don't know if you I I looked at things a little different. And the reason why I say that is because I had one scholarship offer in college and I was at Mississippi Valley and I wasn't a five-star and I wasn't a four-star. I don't even know if I was a three-star to be honest with you, but I got an opportunity to play a long time. Absolutely. And so I saw kids the way they, with their work ethic, the way they did things and like, that's how I looked at them. So like you see nowadays, I mean, I look at Austin Eckler, I mean, that kid was at Western Colorado. Yeah. But you know what? You could see when kids have it in them and you go somewhere and they'd be like, oh, this kid's always in the film room. or he's always on the field. And that's, you kind of get a vibe on the kid, see what they do. You have questions for them. You ask them, get them on the board. Like, what do you think with quarters coverage? Mm -hmm. What do you think this guy should do? And that's how you kind of like, you know, figure out like, okay, this guy know a little something. Yeah. I like that. You know, you said something
0: with character and like me. So I'm, you know, I just finished my 10th year coaching high school football. And, you know, we've had some, some better athletes and whatnot, but living up in the Northwest, like there's a lot of cats that they're the best on their team, mm-hmm. but because they're the best on the team and they start to kick some of them, they, they don't have the discipline. They can kind of, you know, take plays off or yeah. they start to show things. And I'm like, you know, at the next level, you have to understand when these coaches come, they're not looking from what I've been told. They're not watching your highlights. They're watching mm-hmm. a regular tape and they press play and they can tell if you can help them. Yes. Or not within yep. 90 to oh. 120 seconds. is. And- you can. Am I lying when I'm when no, I'm telling these kids?
1: Can. You can, though. You can. And and that's the type kids you really don't want, the ones that want to take those plays off. You know, we looked at film. We watched every individual and you watched the entire game film. It wasn't the highlights. You could look at the highlights. but Oh, this is nice. Yeah. But at the at the end of the day, they're their highlights. What are they doing? On play seventeen and eighteen and nineteen. Yeah, let's see if they still run into the football. Let's see if they just just out there lollygagging around. Yeah, because at our position, being a DB, you can't take plays off. Can't. And the day, the time you take that play off is when they hit you. That's right. And, and, <laughs> and it's game changing. Yeah, it. it's game changing. It is a game changer. And so I would look at film and see and tell kids, like, hey, you know what? I shouldn't see this right here. I know they're not going to throw the ball at you because yeah. you're one of the best DBs or one of the best cover guys or whatever it is. Or, you know, you just this is my thing. You've got to be able to be ready at all times. And the ball going away from you, I want to see you chasing the ball. I don't want to see you just like, oh, they got it. They got yeah. it. Yeah. I, I love That's that. the difference in winning a championship and losing a championship. Yeah right because at that level those coaches
0: are getting paid to coach but also to recruit and if they bring in someone who lacks the type of character that can either raise the bar for the whole team or lower it those coaches are responsible for it so yeah. you bring in somebody who has all the um who looks like a, a baller, who has the height, yeah. has the intangibles, the speed, but then you put them on the field and you watch them and they're lazy. They lack commitment. They don't communicate. They do all
1: these other things. Man, you can lose your job. You can lose your job. <laughs> right. and, and it's it's the truth. It, and that's what coaches look look at nowadays. they like, I want to recruit a kid that's going to give me all the effort, that's going to be a playmaker. Now, some coaches nowadays keep their – When they get five stars, they keep the job or they go somewhere bigger. Okay. I wasn't in the business for looking for the five stars. Mm -hmm. I was in a business looking for the guys that was like more like three stars because I know they're hungry because they wanted to be five stars and weren't five stars. Yeah. I always felt that way about it because I'm like, you know what? I know they're going to work hard for it. And it was something that didn't work hard for it. Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean, Alex, I got to I got to 10 year old right now. Okay. And I tell him all the time, Hey man, you got to go every play. He plays flag, but I'm like, you got, it has to be every play. Yeah. It has to be every play. When he plays basketball, it has to be every play. You have to give it y'all every play. I love that. Giving your all.
0: I just had a conversation with our 10 um, year old and letting him know he plays, he plays flag football. He plays uh basketball. And mm-hmm. I was watching him this weekend and I was like, hmm. He doesn't go very hard. How do I explain this to a to a 10 year old? And so I had to I had to use my words, pick my words, you know, really precisely. Yeah, you do. Right? <laughs> you really so do. I can't yeah. say lazy. I can't say these these words that no. are, that, yeah. that have a negative yeah. connotation to them. So I was like, your energy needs to be high the whole game. Yeah. And I and I was, you yeah. know, I tape I tape it. So I was able to show him a, a time where his energy was low. And then when his energy was high, I said, we need yeah. more, of, more of this high. If you want to play more, we need the coaches looking for that, that type of energy. Yeah. How are you going to yeah. do that? What is that? Cause a lot of, there's some kids where there's that age, or even at the high school age, they don't know what high intensity means. I watch them in yeah. practice and it's like, um, like you're jogging or like you're saving your energy for the, you need to go like a hundred miles an hour. And even though I show them, I talk to them about it. I show them on film
1: of others. They still just don't, it doesn't click. It doesn't click to them, but they'll, when, as you continue to talk to them and tell them they'll, they'll get that message. A lot of times, you know, I hear parents say, Oh, they they're not even listening to us. I mean, really, think about this. You probably get this too, if have gotten this. You play professional football. When you tell one of them something, sometimes they like, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> I'm like, yes. well, so my son is always telling me this like that. You know, you know, don't I say, Well, I'm telling you because I'm telling you how I got to where I went to. Yeah. You're doing the same thing. You know. And knew what it take to get there. Yeah. And you just trying to explain to them this this is how I got there. It just didn't come from me like taking plays off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and we just trying to get them to perform like that so they can get that mentally. So that's what that's all they know. Mm. Just to go fast. Yeah. Just play fast. Ooh. Everything has to be, you know, you have to practice. Love that. I, I tell my son, my son has my son has an issue with practicing. You have to practice. And you know what? You have to practice when people are not looking either. Ooh, say that one more that's time. Just, I'm sorry, that, Ashley. Say that one more time, please. You have to practice when you practice with your team, but you have to practice when other people are not looking. So I had this discussion with my son because he was like, well, how much practicing did you do? I said, well, you know what? My mindset was this. I practiced with my team. And then I did something mentally. I did something physically. I don't care if it was a tennis ball or something, but I always did something working with my hand-eye coordination. I always did something with my feet, my footwork. And sometimes I would just go on my own and do it. And people would look at me like sometimes in the park, like, what is this dude doing with cones and everything? You have to do it. If you want to be great, you have to work at being great. You can't just think it's going to come to you. Oh, my gosh.
0: I can't wait for my son (laughs) to to listen to this. Selfishly, I cannot wait for him to listen to this. But when to do something that we've done, I, I never I don't know if you're in the same boat, but I never looked at what are the odds? What are the chances that I get a division one scholarship? What are the odds that I'll get drafted or play in the NFL for these amount of years until after I'm done and I started looking at it, I was like, oh my gosh, just like being on top of this mountain. You've been climbing and working at it and doing all the little stuff, the pain, the tears, all that stuff. And then you make it and then you, you look back and say, was like, Oh my gosh, I, I climbed all that. And all it, of that. it comes from that. doing the little stuff, being intentional about yeah. it. There's different yeah. relationships that you got to make that you got to, yeah. you got to f- uh, fuel or, or uh, invest in. There's also relationships that you have to break right yes. to do something to play yes. in the NFL for 13 years it's 1% of 1% of the end of, of the guys who play in the NFL 1% yep. of 20 i think 1%. it's i think last time i checked it was it's like 28,000 of- players who've played since the beginning of the NFL to 28,000 players that's played in the NFL you are part of the 1%. i played 8 years that's i'm crazy. part of the 3% and that's that not counting crazy. like the, like you know, it, there's only one percent of of college or no, I'm sorry, of high school of high school athletes, yeah, that even, football players, one yeah. percent that that get a Division One scholarship. One, I know. And then from you know. that, it's like what the, the percentage is even smaller. From
1: um, it's smaller, yeah, to to, to from college, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like there has to you have to be. I mean, I look back. I look, I look back at it a lot of days, and I'm gonna tell you, I look at football nowadays, and I'm like, I still cannot believe I was on those football fields, and I'm sure you probably do the same, <laughs> same thing. way. But you know what? You sit there and you you sit there, you like, I actually did that. Yeah. I mean, wow. You know, it's like it's it's mind blowing to me now, but when we were in it, we were focused, man. We had tunnel focus, and you know what? You had intentions on being somewhere that you wanted to get to absolutely, and you got there because you were fully focused on, uh, on your task. Yeah. I tell people this, it, it reminds me of this. And a lot of people don't know this. I can't remember what they call this. Do you remember when you playing in a football game during the play, you never hear a crowd. Yeah. But it's... when that play is over, you hear everybody like, ah, Right. Yes, but you on that field, you can hear all the calls. You hear everything. You block everything out. Yep, that's that focus we had when we was trying to get to where we was trying to get to. Yeah, and it's it's the kids that let the outside things uh, influence them and get them deterred. I want They to, don't yeah. have that. Whatever that is. Yeah, it's something they call it. I can't remember what they call it, but it's that focus that you have. That you know. Yeah, that you can that you can keep and help you get to
0: where you're trying to get to. Right. And, you know, talking about that with that focus, that locked in mentality is nowadays there's more, there's more distractions I think than it was when we were growing up because of the phone, the social media, for sure, all the other things that come along with it, this, the, the scout two, four, seven, the, the blue chip whatever entities there are for sure. that, that for can sure. be distracting for kids. Yeah. How can they, how can they be more locked in? How can they get into that mindset, that focused mindset?
1: I mean, honestly, I just feel like these, they have to want to get away and separate themselves away from the social media and the phone when they're doing what they got to do. And that's, what's making it a lot a more difficult for a lot of these kids, because when I came up, I'm a little older than you, but when I came up and I was in college, we didn't have phones. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't go to the game and have my phone and all that stuff and say, Hey, you're going to be at the game. I didn't, I didn't, I had none of that. It's like in few hours before the game time, I was locked in and I was ready to go. And I was thinking about all the football stuff. Yeah. I didn't get to the locker room and say, oh, let me text and see what's going on. Let me see what's happening on yeah. uh, social media. I didn't have none of that. Yeah. It was just like, it was all game time. You get to halftime, it's the same thing. It wasn't no, I mean, you see people pick up their phone and send doggone tweets. And I'm like, how can they do this, man? Wow. That's... When you're trying to go and like, you know, yeah. play play a game and all this stuff. So it's just different nowadays, and I think really, you know, I think, you know, the mindset has changed because of social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of things, they think they need their phones, yeah, and they really don't. I mean, it's at times I think I need my phones, and I'm trying to do a better job of, like, let me sit this away for a couple hours so I'm not doing anything on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I set a limit on my phone now to try to, as far as looking at it, the screen time. I'm like, you know. Yeah. So I try to just reach that goal every day now, but it is it is a distraction. Very much and, so, yeah. Um, and I think kids could be better than what they are. That's the crazy thing mm-hmm. because they're bigger, they're faster. I mean, I look at – remember when I was going out, Andre Johnson was coming in, and I'm like, no way this dude going to run past me. And he ran past me. I'm like, oh, he did. <laughs> 225, 6'2". 2. Come on, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, they do, man. They get bigger and faster.
0: It's like, man, now everybody crazy, man. back in the day, it was like everybody. all the receivers were our size. Yeah. And then you had like yeah, one, exactly. you had like one, one that was big. Terrell Owens.
1: Yeah, you had what? You yeah, had Rob yeah, Moore. You had Terrell Owens. You had a Plexico Burris or something like yeah. that that was like big, but they couldn't run like they're doing now. It's like crazy. Yeah. Now you got Megatron. He's done now, but. Oh, he's done. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. So yeah, it is.
0: So, man, can you tell me a time when. You, maybe when you were still coaching college and you had a preconceived um, notion or idea of what a certain player, right a certain player who he was. Maybe his character wasn't all that great. Maybe it was maybe maybe it was great. but when you went into their house, you talked to their parents, you talked to them and everything flipped on his side from something that they did a story that they had was there ever a, a time when when you was on the recruiting trail when that happened when you you know you uh you know what i'm saying you was recruiting a player you went in there and you know you talked to him and he was like man that didn't go as
1: planned or wow i'm i'm really impressed yeah, you you know you you go i could tell you one I had i had one one kid that that was great, and I had one kid that was. It didn't go as planned as as I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, the one kid that I thought was 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 really really good it was it was a kid named Stephen McClure came to me at Berkeley. He was all and everything. He was really between us and UCLA. He wanted to stay kind of close to home in and, and LA, but mm-hmm. um, he decided to come to Berkeley, um, and. That was a big deal because that kid was he's just the greatest kid in the world. He just he was a smart kid, just down to earth kid. You could tell he would be something in life. Mm-hmm. He got a chance to go to the Redskins, got hurt, he he got hurt in college, but he was a really highly recruited kid. And he was, was really good. Um, now I, <laughs> I had a, a kid, so I don't know if I should say his name, but I had a kid like no, him. Uh, you don't have actually to actually when I was in Boise. That it did, it didn't go as well. Um, tried to get the kid there, but I found out more about his character. You know, you get in the house, you find out, you find out more about the family. You find out more about the character of the kid, and the mm-hmm. kid started getting. You know, you got to offer. You got a scholarship offer. You can go any. You know, a bunch of different places. Uh, the kid wanted to jump in, but the kid actually got in trouble, and. I wasn't sure if he was going to go to a Pac-12 school, but he came a calling me again. But it was like, I kind of knew, I kind of knew. And, you know, you highly recruited, but you know what? I didn't want to put my reputation on the line. Mm, yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, I right, good player. But just wasn't, it just wasn't what it, it would have made me look bad. Mm, and yeah. it would probably have made the university look bad. You know, it's just so simply based off his character, those, just off a of character, yeah. you know, and and it's it's amazing is because, you know, when you can go into in a school, in a high school and honestly, you can go to some schools and coaches. Some coaches are going to tell you, oh, this kid is wonderful. He's this and that. He's this and that. But at the same time, you have some coaches, they some of them coaches want jobs too on the college level. And they feel like, let's start this pipeline. We got a connection. We got this stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great player, always studying all this stuff. And then you can go to the school and the school like, yeah, this is gonna look good for us too if he goes to yeah. this university or this school. We could say we got a product here. Yeah. And then when you're going at home, totally different. Kid that don't respect their parents and just cussing in front of them. Whoa. It's no way I would want a kid like that. Oh, that's you going know? at that's I mean, I'm highlighting that right there. Not necessarily cussing at him, but you got to think if a kid is allowed to cuss at home and do all these different things, mm-hmm. what do you think it's going to be like when they get to to school, to college? Yeah. When, when you as a coach is responsible for this kid. Gotcha. When things get tough and trying, what do you think will happen? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's the type of things you know you you kind of look for. Okay, that's busy. Okay, that's. I good. mean, the, the kid could be a mm-hmm. great football player. I mean, amazing football might help you win some football games, but at the end of the day, it's more about you know not. I don't. I don't want to be up at five thirty every morning making sure this kid is okay. Or oh, at, at nighttime at 1130 at night. Where he's supposed I to be. Yeah.
0: yeah. Too much of a headache.
1: Stressful. Stressful Got it. It's a headache. Gotcha.
0: Okay. What is something, um, you know, because you already been talking about it, but I want to dive in a little bit deeper. What is, when you were coaching, what is like one or two red flags right off the jump that you was like, no, nope, I can't touch that? I can't touch him. Mm.
1: Is it well, something that you did on you know social media? You, you know what? If if it's something on social media, for sure. You know, because, you know, when you what you do is when you start recruiting, you get all of the social media stuff and you see, I mean, like I said, for me, mm-hmm. I don't know how everybody else was, yep. how everybody else is. But for me, I don't want to see – no hood mentality on on social media. I don't want to see you degrading women. I don't want to see you. I, I want to see you putting all the right things up on social media. Mm. That's what the platform is for. Yeah, you know. I don't want to see you, uh, your best friend in any. You know, I don't want to say, "Oh man, my friend locked up because of this." So my friend got this. This whatever, happen. That's my best friend. Yeah. I don't I because that's showing me who you hanging around. That's where you hang around, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right. Oh man. I mean, my best friend in high school ended up in jail for a while. After, you know, after after high school. Yeah. And my mom told me all along, I told you he wasn't good for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was right. Yeah. But at the time You would not listen. Yeah, that. you didn't know that. Is that no? But she was right. Mm. So when you say I didn't know that. Uh, I was just my friend. It was my
0: boy. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say posting the right things, what is, what do you mean by that? Like, what are the things you mean posting the the right things? I
1: I mean, all positive type things. If you've got positive type things that you can send out, positive affirmations, anything, anything with like, and them believing in God, Jesus. I mean, those type things. Oh yeah. I love it. You know, just something, just positive. You see something like I'm trying to, um, Help this person. I'm doing that. Oh, I don't care if it's like post, but let it be clean post. Let it be something. I don't want to see someone dropping an f bomb or saying the n word. I, I personally, I didn't like that yeah. because I mean, I grew up in the south. I had enough of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Even if it was, even if it was another African American, I, I don't want to hit it. I don't teach my kids that. I don't want them doing that. I wanted to treat them as if they were my kids love that,
0: man. Ashley, man, I can, I can stay on here for, <laughs> for, for a couple of hours, man, Indeed, just chopping man. it up with you. But Indeed. um, man, I want to, first of all, man, thank you for being a guest on the, uh the athlete. Man, I, I appreciate I, it. Yeah. You got it, man. The scholarship athlete podcast, man. Um, I'm really excited for, for the listeners to be able to get a, to, to hear this. um And to be able to, you know, to learn from, from both of our, you know, our successes, but also our failures, man. So man, I love to have you on again. Um, Ashley, it's been a mute. You are a blessing um
1: to myself. And, You're a blessing to me too, brother. Man. Yeah. God put us in this in this world together for a reason, man. So you know what? I'm always following you. I'm in, I'm there for you. Anything you need from me, I got you. If you got some insights from this past episode, I want you to do me a couple of
0: favors. Number one, I want you to subscribe. Number two, I want you to give me a review. Takes maybe 30 seconds. And then number three, I want you to share it. Okay? Because the more that I get you guys sharing, subscribing, and writing reviews, the more impactful guests that I can have on the show, which benefits you guys. So it's kind of like I help you, you help me. Right? But also... If you are stuck, if you think you want some help, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to book a discovery call, 15 minutes, and just by clicking the link in the show notes, you can check out my schedule, and we can chop it up for 10 to 15 minutes to see how I can assist you, okay? So um, thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.